baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Monday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. And honestly, we're only going to look at one story today. And really, we're just going to tell you how we covered it and uh, how we all learned about uh, the incident that happened at uh, UVA last night and into this morning and into this late morning um, in regards to the arrest. Um, and, And of course, we all have ties to UVA in one way, shape, or form. We've all been there at one time or another. David, you were saying you actually learned about this last night, um, you know, as, as you were you were out and about, I guess. So it was actually, uh, I got the text last night. I was already asleep, but I woke up this morning at about six o'clock to, and, you know, I was, my sister is a, a third year at UVA. And so I found out from her texting our family that she was safe, which was at simultaneously scary and relieving. But uh, I was lucky in that I found out in it through my connection to UVA telling me they were safe. But um, it was a certainly a, a surreal uh, way to, to start the day. Yeah, no, I had learned I had learned actually this morning at four when I got up. Um, cause I, I had gone to bed early, um, and missed, I mean, I, I looked at my phone and there was just email on top of email on top of email on top of email, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, saw that it was breaking and obviously made sure that we were getting stuff on the air and online and putting out the push alerts and everything. Um, and then got here and started to learn, um, more as I was talking to some friends up in Charlottesville as well, the kind of turn that. We knew off the record this story was going to take and then eventually learned on the record um, Mm -hmm. was going to take um, in regards to it being members of the football team. You went up there, obviously, and this is prior to even knowing that that the suspect had been arrested and we'll get into that angle a little bit later on. What was it like being up there when you first got there and obviously – Everything's still locked down. You don't know where the suspect is. Talk both about a little bit about your personal experience and also just what you were seeing. Yeah, it was really bizarre. So I've, you know, I've spent a lot of time in Charlottesville over the years. Uh, My parents went to grad school there and it's an hour away. So we would go to games up there. Uh, I've, I've spent a lot of time in Charlottesville and I have truly never seen it so quiet. Uh, There were still cars on the road, though not, not that many, uh, relatively speaking, but, uh, for like an hour driving around there, I think I saw, I was going to say, I saw three people on the sidewalk, but one of the, two of them were the same person I saw twice. So nobody was out and about, I mean, campus, but even just the community in general was just kind of a ghost town. Uh, and that was about 1030 this morning. Um, and, uh, yes, it was, it was really bizarre. I would liken it at some point I was there on like December 23rd ish. 
passing through to somewhere else. And that is the, the next emptiest I've ever seen it. I mean, it was truly spooky. Yeah. And, and, and I'll, and I'll ask you a question, which will only a reporter who has dealt with these types of situations before would ask, I mean, obviously there's some adrenaline that comes in covering these things. You go up there, you're like, yeah, I got to get there. I got to get this story. But there's also a healthy sense of fear as well going into this. I imagine you felt that as well. Yes. When I, when I got there right off of, uh, uh, it was, I arrived, um, and I immediately parked at the, there's like a university police station that's off grounds. It's the right off 250. And that was partially just to tell everyone I, I had made it to Charlottesville safely and to tell you I was there and touch base. But, uh, no, there was certainly, uh, because I was there and driving around, uh, before the, uh, the shelter in place was lifted and before, uh, it was announced that the suspect had been taken into custody and I needed to get gas. Yeah. Which was, uh, so pumping gas, I was certainly, you know, I, I knew the, his license plate and I, I triple checked all the cars around me, but you know, which was not necessarily, uh, it was a a little irrational, but at the same time, you know, Hey, as, as someone, as someone who covered the sniper shootings in 2001, it's not irrational at all. I can tell tell you, I can tell you that much. Um, and and on top of it, when we joke, David and I joked a little bit about this and we'll, we'll give some, a little bit more pulling back the curtain for, for, for the listeners here. Um, David called his dad. (laughs) on the way yes. there and his dad gave him some hey you know don't you know be safe don't do anything you know don't do anything stupid you know are you sure that you won't be targeted anything along that line and i, I yeah. told i told david a healthy lesson to learn and david's a younger reporter than, than i am but i learned this way back when don't call your parents when you're heading out on breaking news tell tell yes. them afterwards what you covered it's better better not to worry the parents <laughs> yes definitely it was that was what I, I had told my sister too who is a, a student there yeah. and I said you know keep an eye out for me on grounds thinking the unspoken was clear that I meant once the yeah. shelter in place was lifted she thought I was just going to be out wandering around she <laughs> called me in a panic too so uh, yeah. so I called I called my parents on the way up to DC on 9-11 so that wasn't either the bright the brightest move either so yeah. trust me I understand on that <laughs> um once the the lockdown lifted, what was the atmosphere like? Did you start seeing people come out? And what was it like talking to the students? Um, I know not very many would talk on mic, but what was it like just talking to the students? Yeah, you know, um, it was really, what I found really like bizarre and almost like a little funny in a sad way is that the first people you saw back out once the shelter in place was lifted was everyone was going on a run. Uh, and I mean, you know, the entire cross country team flew past me at one point, but also just like lots of people out clearly had, you know, had been inside for the last 12 hours and probably blowing off a little steam. Um, you didn't really see people out walking around for a good half hour because also the shelter in place was lifted like 20, 30 minutes before they actually announced that the suspect had been taken into custody. So it was very much like a trickle of the first hour, hour and a half I was out. 
I was out in front of the rotunda for most of it and I barely saw anybody. Um, and yeah, the few, you know, as time went on, more and more people started sort of venturing out, uh, mostly in bigger groups. Uh, and, you know, part of the, the lack of traffic is that there were no classes, but also people were pretty clearly rattled and for good reason. Uh, and, you know, the folks I talked to, it was brief. They did not seem very interested in talking to a reporter and fair enough. But, uh, yeah, they were freaked out and they were sort of frustrated by uh, some of the communication and the, some of the lack thereof and just the, the frequency uh, with which sort of people who have been in Charlottesville for a little while have had to deal with certain things. And yeah. Let me tell you, and again, lighter note, um, as a former collegiate cross-country runner, it shocks me in no way, shape, or form that the cross-country team was the first group of people. Yeah. Well, they hadn't been able to go in the morning. Yeah. So. so actually, it would not have shocked me if a few of them had gone for a run during the lockdown. Like, I'm I, I, I'm not saying I would have, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm among people who I would possibly have thought may have. Done. Runners are weirdos. Yes, we're very, we're incredibly weird. I mean, heck, I went for a run this morning in between putting the story up on the website and uh, and coming into work. So I, yeah. the the runners are just weird people. This is uh, again a little inside baseball for for you listeners, but this is why <laughs> you guys listen to the podcast so you get this type of insight. Um, so um, on the good on on the good side, the suspect is in custody. He was arrested down here. Um, in the East end, not far from the Williamsburg village apartments. That's off of Darby town road. Um, played football down here, went to Verina and Petersburg. Um, I was mostly at Verina from my understanding. We in fact had uh, our morning anchor slash sports guru slash all time. Great uh, high school football anchor, Gary Hess actually look at his old stats and found um, Christopher Jones's stats with, Ver- with Verina. Um, so we, we know he played football at Verina. Um, and apparently just made his way down here and was arrested by Henrico police. And Henrico police are really referring all of this to, to UVA. They're just mm-hmm. saying, hey, we made the arrest at the UVA's case. So, um, and now I guess we have to see what comes of this. I imagine the big news that's going to come of this is if he came to the, uh, if he was under the view of the assessment teams, which apparently was twice, why more wasn't done whether or not they thought he was a threat. Um, obviously, there's also this concealed carry violation that he didn't report to the school. There is going to end up being a look at what possibly was missed along the line. Yeah. So but that's that's the big deal. And obviously how the UVA uh, campus recovers. For those of us old enough to have covered Virginia Tech, that was a continuing story for a long time. It'll be interesting to see how, how, how the community reacts. It'll also be interesting to see if uh, the football season continues. I let me let me put my you know analyst hat on for a second. I'd be shocked if they play either one of the remaining two games. One is Coastal Carolina this weekend. I, I would be shocked if that happens. They haven't practiced today and probably aren't going to practice tomorrow. And then the next game is against Virginia Tech, and I'm pretty sure Virginia Tech is going to be understanding of uh, not playing that football game, um, yeah. given what has happened and given what has happened at Virginia Tech in the past. So. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how that and the UVA basketball game tonight is not going on for anybody who may be listening. I thought we might be doing the UVA basketball game. Not going to happen tonight. So, 
Mm-hmm. So, so again, this has been the latest. We hope we gave you some insight on into what it's like covering these breaking news stories. Um, hopefully you learned a little bit, understood our emotions, understood what it's like being in, in the, uh, in, in the fire with, with these things. I will tell you, David, the adrenaline does uh, drop off fast and it's tough to recover after that, but <laughs> you know, um, not that not that we don't take these stories seriously, we do. But there's some adrenaline that goes into it, and then when when that adrenaline kicks out, it's it's a it's a uh, it's a tough recovery, and you've got to be able to get the motivation to get, to finish off the workday. So yes, so but anyways, so this has been the Monday edition of its news to us. He's David Lefkowitz, who spent most of the day in Charlottesville. Great job. I'm News Director Matt Demline here in Richmond, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 